Hi friends, thank you for tuning in to Three in a Row, the podcast where we give our candid opinions on all things football over the past seven days. My name is Tokwe, I'm joined by my boys. Hi, I'm Twaby. Hello guys, my name is Ifatu, welcome. Yes sir, sometimes our takes are wild, sometimes they're controversial, but they're always honest and we've got some common sense. So let's get it. Thanks for tuning in to another edition, guys. It's three in a row. Your fave boys are back. Um, and yeah, it's the same 2021 vibes. In terms of what we're going to talk about today, it's going to be a little bit more of a freestyle. We're going to look at the interesting talking points from the first couple of weeks of 2021. So Ozil has finally left us, Arsenal. Um, apparently, Abramovich is in for Haaland. Alaba is set to go to Madrid. Uh, City look like they're going to win the league. Madrid fans want Zidane's head. There's a bunch of stuff that we're going to cover off. And also, as usual, we will look at the winners and losers from the game week just passed, especially hoping to touch on other leagues that are not the Premier League because it's been a while since we updated you guys on that. Um, Our first talking point is, I think we should start with Mesut Ozil, guys. Just because... We have, he's finally free. Yeah, he's finally he's free. He's finally free, man. Free at last. I'm so happy for him. And he's still going to make money. The evil you also. guys have done is enough. The evil? For the next year. Evil? Why are we yes. evil? Please. Talk about, talk about, we talk know about, let's not do this let's not go once back again, into please. This again, I know. Please, let's not do this once again. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we should just wait for Ozil to say what he has to say on the issue. Before we make, he yeah, he he will probably he will, I I I don't expect Ozil to speak on it anytime soon. I think he will talk about it as a pundit, maybe in ten years' time or something. Or release so, it or in a book. book. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That too. Um, that too. I wanted to pay like tribute to Mesut Ozil because, contrary to popular belief, I did really, really like Ozil as a footballer and as a person. I think. Um. It's just really unfortunate because the season where Ozil was at his best, when he gave us Ozil at his prime, Arsenal Football Club did not put the foundations around him to be successful, to allow him to lift that Premier League trophy. Like that 2015 season when we finished second to Leicester, where him and Alexis Sanchez completely ran the league. Um, But it wasn't enough because we had no spine and no investment around them. If maybe we had spent money on one extra attacker or one defensive midfielder, one defender even, you felt like we were one piece away from great success. And Ozil never got that. And I think that just sums up his career at Arsenal. Um, Regardless, Mm. I'd just like to tell him thank you for his time. Uh, I I think he's one of those people that over time, he'll be remembered more and more fondly by Arsenal fans, as in the more time that passes from his departure the more people will appreciate him. Kind of like what's happening now with Arsene Wenger. As we are struggling and struggling, more and more people are starting to appreciate Wenger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ozil is great. Fenerbahce. Sorry, go on. To yeah. Great from Ozil. Um, it kind of sounded a little bit um, um, anticlimactic, your tributes to Ozil, you know, you know, <laughs> focusing on his failure in, to win the EPL. I know he failed 
to win EPL, but I would just like to remind you that... The whole team failed, man. The entire won, Arsenal team, including he the manager. Trophy, he won a trophy his first season there, you know? He won a trophy he gave us three that Arsenal had... Yeah, and Arsenal had not won a trophy in a very long time before yeah. that. So... Mesut did that. He did, he did his best. He did, and, and I appreciate Mesut fully. It's a, it's a shame that the situation had to end the way it has ended, and I think we're all looking forward to receiving some clarity on mm, that yeah. P. I mean, mm. we all know where you, where you guys stand. You guys know where I stand on the issue. I, I, I just really hope that what we think is the cause of this breakdown in relationship is really not the cause. <laughs> um, as an Arsenal <laughs> fan, for my sanity. Yeah. I feel yeah. Peace out to Mesut, man. And I, I think this is probably the last we're going to be hearing on his name for a while. Yeah, Gunners, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what's even more disturbing though is that so far, as of the point of recording, Tuesday, 19th Jan, Arsenal has not posted a damn thing. Not even a bro. Thing, <laughs> damn I mean, I feel, like, I feel like it's hopeful or wishful thinking, thinking that oh, what you, you what we think happened, or rather, hoping that what we think happened is not what what happened, bro, bro. Like, come on. See, you know, my whole, P, my, my whole thing with that P is that three to four months after he made the statements in support um, of the Uyghur Muslims in China, he was still playing football. Yes. And then yes. everything changed yes. after the lockdown. So I'm not saying that that did not play part of it. It definitely has a part to play in the bigger picture. But I think Ozil has now gone and said something on top internally. You understand what I'm talking about? Or maybe he has asked for some internal backing and they're like, look, we can't help you or some P like that. And it has led to a fracas that has caused this because I don't think it's him making the statement led to this. You understand? I think it's part of it, but Ozil himself has probably said something internally that he couldn't take back. Do you understand what I mean? Okay, you he... know what I think? What? I, I think that you're hoping that you support a decent club and that they are not as malicious as, you know, the, the, the rumors sound like it is. But, man, I mean, I, like you said, let's just like, let's just like wait for the, wait for the, the clarity on, on whatever the situation is, you know? But I just, yeah. man, my point is clear, man. Like, Ozil, a player of Ozil's caliber, a legend of the game, already has nothing to prove anymore. There's, there, what can he possibly have done for you to alienate him in such a way. Like, come on. It's so clear that something else is happening here. Something else is at play. And it's not from Mesut's angle. Mesut has, has done nothing but support the club. Has you done nothing but love the club. On, yeah. On, on, it, on the contrast media, is actually... He, the he, contrast, he, he, yeah. he refuses to say a bad word about the club. He even banters Tottenham for Arsenal fans to, you know, to, to have a, a, a laugh about. Yeah, compared yeah. to other like um, exits, you know, like Bill, we have done that is you so know, terrible. other other unwanted guys. Ozil's situation least, was actually pretty different. At least I'm glad, like Tucker is saying, is is like at least he's um tilting towards the idea that maybe something else happened. It's possible, yeah. Initially, Tucker was was suggesting that it was how poorly and how badly Ozil was playing. That's that was part of it. For, you know, he's it's also part. I think um, it's, a whole, call it, it's everything together. Yeah. It's a factor. Maybe it's a small factor. Maybe it's an, for, for, for me, it's an excuse. It's a small factor. It's an excuse sure. to, 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 to now put him out of the team. Not, mm. not, 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 a, not a valid reason. Look, um, for sure, I'm the, sure the, the, the determining factors are definitely the Uyghur. 
Yeah, go well, on. How many, how many, how many, how many, how many man squad was it? 23 or 30 man team, 30 man squad that were registered. If you check that team, I'm sure you find one or two players that haven't even kicked the ball yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So was it Ozil that Ozil that was on on the, on the highest wages that had to be no now come on that no, doesn't make sense now. but yeah um, definitely let's 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 talk about some other stuff yeah man. I mean but Trevi kind of also reminded me though that in an era where Arsenal fans we were crying for loyalty from our um, from our footballers and none of them gave it to us Ozil was the only one that stayed. Yes. Gave us yes. Yeah. And we shouldn't criticize him for being loyal to the club. I, I, I hope I have never have. And if I ever did, I'm sorry. But yeah. Yeah. But now I'm even happier that it's over. Let's say that. And yeah. Twaby, I actually want to come to you next because in our discussion, guy, you wrote something funny here. I'll just read it out for you guys. It says Zidane to resign if season ends trophyless? Question mark. <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't you think that's a bit extreme mate so it's not necessarily um, a request from Madrid fans for Zidane to resign Zidane is the most Madridismo that is he's the biggest Madridista you ever meet you know he's Madrid in and out and for him to not win a trophy will be failure and you saw what happened already when he saw how things were going. Ronaldo wasn't getting renewed. They weren't going to sign who he wanted to sign. He parted ways. And he told us, coming back, he needs to have things his way. Perez has failed to sign the players he wants. Pogba, Anumbape, Kamavinga, the likes. And look at here we are, struggling again with a 33-year-old Benzema leading the line. And 35-year-old Sergio Ramos refusing to renew a contract. You know? So, you, you know, we have players like Luka Jovic leaving, going on loan. Today, Odegaard just requested to go on loan too. Jesus. You know, um, you know if, if he doesn't win a trophy, it means there will not be enough good vibes to keep him. In fact, even if he wins a trophy, I'm, I'm, I'm scared that he will resign. I don't want him to go, but I know the kind of guy he is, man. He doesn't like taking shit, man. I, I, feel, like, I, feel, like, I feel like I feel like the kind of guy that even if he leaves now, he's probably going to come back again in some yeah. three years, three years, five years, you know, yeah. he's still going to come back again. You know, and obviously, yeah. you know why he's leaving. Perez is not giving him what he's asked for. Exactly. You know? So, but, I, I but, think it's fair but, enough. Yeah. I mean, it's not think Zidane's to if, if, it's, if it's just transfers, then I think Zidane will stay. Because obviously, Madrid are doing the whole Chelsea P of not spending money one summer in order to have a bigger kit to spend in the next summer, which is 2021 coming. So if you're done, why would you now suffer this season to leave when the money is available? Yeah, that's, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, you're that's right. Very good point. And you know, from Perez's angle, we just came off winning the league. So why should we really bolster the squad like that? We're renovating yeah. the stadium, COVID-19. Exactly. What I like, what I like about Zidane, though, especially the dynamic with Perez, is that he's not like the other managers that were like just bowing and bending to the winds of Perez. You know, Zidane can like really like hold his claim and say, "Omar, if you don't do this, I'm out." Man. Like he has a voice, a very strong one as well. And I really, you know um, I really, it's refreshing to see. It's refreshing to see. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that he resigned, not 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 got fired like um, the Ancelotti's, the Benitez's, no, you know, the Morinos. No, 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 no. He's walking out with his head held high. Perez, Perez, Perez begged him for the job back, man, and has yep. said that Zidane Zidane has a job at Real Madrid for life, and yes. he always asked Zidane 
how long there's is he going to be oh involved? Zidane always likes to reiterate how he's not going to be Real Madrid's Alex Ferguson, and it breaks my heart, man. That he's not going to be a manager for up to sixteen years. Guys, Zidane really is so sexy. You know, man. you know, do you, do you know what it takes. You know what it takes to even like to to to, to be any team's Alex Ferguson. The guy it's a lot now. So much it's a lot of expectations. A lot. Yeah, like. Yeah, and so in, the mod- in modern football, what team has that kind of patience with a manager? Mm-hmm. Especially you know? Real Madrid. You yeah. Know? I don't think Alex Ferguson could have been Real Madrid's Alex Ferguson. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> good, good, uh, good point. Good job. Do you think, Twaby, um, I wanted to ask, do you think Alaba is coming to replace Sergio Ramos? Uh, I hope he's not. I hope he's coming to join the team and perhaps give Varane a run for his money. But knowing Perez and the sly um, dog he is, um, it's possible that he might just sign Alaba and let Ramos leave for free. Do, do, I mean, do Madrid fans even like Perez? The way you talk about your president. Do you guys like Perez? Bro, it's a love-hate relationship, bro. Um, above all, of course, Zidane. When he signs the Bappy legs, somebody will love him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, if he should, if Ramos should go and we sign Mbappe, you know, it's a consolation. But if Ramos is going to go, nothing like what we did to Casillas, bro. If 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 Ramos doesn't get the respect he deserves, bro, we are going to protest at Cibeles. We are going there. I That's go did there. Crazy, Petrol protest. <laughs> you go did there. <laughs> 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 a virtual protest. <laughs> You all know how I feel about Ramos now. Yeah, we know how you feel about Ramos. I hope you get to meet him one day, you know. Then you realize yeah, I'm sure how... He I'm sure he would. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Ramos would be one of those guys where it's like, you should never meet your heroes. Um, <laughs> I, I, apparently, that's Bro. what Henry is like. The guy get mad attitude for real life. Like, he doesn't yeah. have time for any strangers. Especially if you're football crazy. He does not like that pee. But, yeah. Lol. Can't tell you, I never met him. I met Rashford though. <laughs> <laughs> After you know, you know passed that pee? pass to Cavani, uh-huh. he had to go like tell him off. And then, I, guy, I was so vexed. I met United players on the day that they won the FA Cup. I think uh, they beat Everton or something like that. It sucked so badly, bro. And Jay Ling scored the winning goal, and he was there too. Uh, was that the year? Was that the year he dabbed at the Emirates? Or really rocked know, at the Emirates. I don't know. I, I don't. I have no memory of such occurring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else has been happening in in the world of football? Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Bruno Fernandez has won for uh, Player of the Month this calendar year. Nobody has ever done one four in a year. Are we underrating mm-hmm. Bruno? As in, as a Based on the year he has just had, do you think world no. football? I beg free Bruno, man. No, <laughs> no, they are not underrating him. I saw another free stat Bruno, about man. He has one goal or one goal contribution against the top four in EPL. Now, Mesut Ozil type player, but that's some kind of funny stat padding going on a little bit, you know, against Bro, big teams. You saw I was him thinking about that. He completely disappears against big teams. Completely disappears. Completely. He had a chance to 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 put Man United ahead. You know, for me, I'm talking with passion because, as you know, I triple captain Bruno Fernandez. So <laughs> against my advice, yeah, 
against you guys' advice, you know, it's a gamble, two games. I expected that goal, you know, cut and paste. That's just what I needed, but he didn't. Should have triple captain Mikel Antonio, mate. You'd have got all the points <laughs> you needed. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's move on to winners and losers, guys, uh, because I, I really want to get into the fact that you know, in all these other leagues, it's not the big boys that are currently dominating. Uh, so it's a bit interesting. Yeah. But of course, we will start with the Premier League as we always do. Alison Becker. That just goes to oh, show yes. you how United that were, who the well, better team was. United Mayu had was the, the, the clearer chances. United had exactly. the clearer chances. Huge exactly. Mayu was that close to um, breaking Liverpool's unbeaten run at Anfield in Premier League. They were that yeah. close. Isn't it mad? Yeah, was one, there was one Fernandez miss. There was one ridiculous Fernandez miss that, I mean, typically... Yeah, one one. No, he did the best he could. In. He did the best he could. He hit oh. like a fool. He was cut and pissed. He hit it like a duck Bessie. That's what happened. <laughs> You could have lifted it up. You could have, you could have warmed it in, as far as yeah, I'm personally he was, concerned. He was tired. That's why they subbed him off, and he was pissed when they subbed him off. He was clearly tired when they moved him forward, bro. He couldn't last long when he moved to mm. a more advanced role. Mm. Guy, Bruno gas. forever, yeah, Bruno, forever, Bruno forever the kind of person that just wants to play. Games. He'd be forever be disappearing in the big games, though. Um, I mean, it's too soon. I'm not on my podcast, though. You're not going to hear Bruno slander from me anytime soon. So. Yes, that's why he hasn't been that good against the top the top teams, man. One, I think it's just yeah. one goal. Yeah, you stated his stats earlier. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I, and I get that feeling when I watch it as well. It's not like it's just oh somebody's throwing the stats at me, but when I watch him against or any United match, I'm watching really because it will usually be a big team, right? Bruno, where are you? You disappear for me, dog. Last time he turned up was probably against Leicester. Um, he did really well in that match. So, let's see. We'll give him time to determine whether or not he wants to be a big game player. I think that's the one thing that will differentiate him now from the rest. Personally, I don't. I don't know. Like, let me let me give you let me give you a hot take now. So, I don't think he needs to be a big game player to be a big player for the team. I, I think the small the smaller um, is easy enough. Clubs yeah. are. Uh, they outnumber the bigger clubs and you can definitely get more points from yes. smaller clubs than you can get from the bigger clubs. So everybody needs uh, a player that's going to be great against uh, uh, bottom further teams. So um, I think he's crucial for us all the same. Like if he doesn't perform against big team, big team, then let someone else step up to the plate. Rashford is there. Poba is there. What are they doing? Hmm. Facts. That's yeah, and I think he's also point. a big game player in Champions League. I think he played pretty well against the big teams in that group. Oh, didn't they yeah. get knocked out? What am I saying? <laughs> uh, I'll catch you in Europa if I to coming soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> honorable mention uh, to Leicester City. Arsenal. They've been on a really good form. Oh, and and, Les- and Arsenal as well. Yep. Um, because although we drew against Crystal Palace, we managed to then get three points in the next game week. Another clean sheet in the bag. So it's the first time since 2009 that Arsenal has five clean sheets in a row. Um, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The man with the oh. stats. Don't sleep on it. Okay, so starting with the Premier League, guys, uh, who wants to nominate our first winners of the week? Me, Man City. <laughs> nice and simple. I agree. I think Man City should be winners um, of the week. 
they're, in fact, they should be winners of the month because they're they're winners of the Premier League approaching. Yes, in my, <laughs> in my opinion. Good vibes, bro. Yes, bro. Vibes, bro. Um, I think City uh, have now made it five wins on the trot. Yep. Zero goals conceded in that space of time, or I think one goal conceded. Um, John Stones and Ruben Diaz have formed one kind of magical partnership in the back of that defense that is looking unbreakable. Uh, along with Kawaka and Zinchenko, um, for now, anyway. Um, um I, I, I wouldn't say I, I, uh, you know, City are very good at holding possession. I just feel like they're a bit more, um, City in general this season, they've been, they've been a bit more um, reserved in terms of the attack. They, they don't attack as free flowing as they used to do before, and I think yeah. that's pretty much translated in them like getting less attacking returns and more um, defensive performances. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, you, you, you can. I mean, you can say Diaz and Stones have made up, made or are making a good partnership so far. But um, I'll say it's down to the entire team setup. For sure, like defense is, is obviously more than just the centre backs. Um, it's yep. a whole team setup, and it, like when you watch City games, I think it's just the relentless press that they have, like across the whole pitch. Teams find it really difficult to get the ball into City's final third before losing it is what I observed yep. in the last two matches even against United it was the same issue like if you can't get the ball to dangerous areas you can't really affect their team so they seem super super comfortable right now um, and we at 3 in a row seem to uh, like we've spoken off camera or whatever and it's like we all have the same agreement that it looks like City are going to begin to start walking away with this league um, because in terms of performance, nobody has been on their level since they kicked it into another gear. And it doesn't look like anybody's going to stop them anytime soon. Do you see any other person standing a, a, a chance of, of collecting this trophy from them? Um, okay, so um, ha. So currently City sits, uh, I think, Third position. The third. I didn't know that. Well, Leicester are now first, United are yeah. second, Liverpool are third, so City are fourth at the moment. No, uh, City are actually third at the moment, sir. Oh, they're ahead of Liverpool? Yes. Ah, seen, seen, seen. Okay, okay, okay. okay. With that, a game in hand. So, they're one point ahead it, oh, of yeah, Liverpool yeah. with a game I in mean, hand. I mean, if they, if, they, if they had level games with everybody, then they'll probably be top of the table. And that's that's what we are using to like project that uh, City are going to go away with it. Um, but I think City's... I mean, everybody has had difficult games this season, and City, especially when it when it comes to bigger teams. I don't think City have really like performed against any of the top four teams, except well, I don't. Liverpool. I would call Arsenal the top four team. Well, not even uh, Arsenal. They, they, they drew with Liverpool. They beat us. Yeah, one, they, they, relax. They yeah, it was a marginal one new win versus Arsenal. We could have won that game. They drew with Liverpool. <laughs> they drew with Manchester United. I was just saying, like, I feel like the difference um, for Man City so far has been uh, their performances against the smaller teams. They've been able to like. Um, always get the W. Um, well, maybe not always, but more often than not, uh, they've been able to, to come away with the W. And that has been, well, that's that's the reason why they are where they are so far. Um, I, I don't think I'll go as far as saying that they are definitely going to walk away with it. You know, I don't think so. Liverpool are still there. Um, United are still there. Man United um, are still in the picture, you know. Yeah, just about. And so, um, I'm not going to say Man City are going to go away with it, but yeah, they are looking, for me, they are definitely looking like the uh, the surest team at the moment, yes. As in, it's sure for them die. And uh, imagine if they sign a striker in January, which I don't think they will. Yeah, but Pep has just, 
yeah, Pep has just except he's playing some games, but I don't know what's going on because don't you think City should be trying to sign a striker? Absolutely, for the summer anyway. I don't think they necessarily. Lionel Messi is the striker they're going to sign. Oh, you think so, <laughs> bro? Messi's that's what they're going all out for. Basically, uh, City's new style that they're showing this season, it just seems like it's missing Messi, like a false nine. The same position that they've been playing, De Bruyne, Jesus and stuff. He would have been a killer. He would have been a killer. So, it hmm. could be up to something, man. You never know. Yeah, let's hold that thought. For sure. Losers? Losers? Uh, yeah, I just want to move on to the losers. Yeah. If I was to nominate a loser, I would give it to, uh, as Trevi was saying, the the rubbish UK El Clasico between uh, Liverpool and United. I believe both teams. <laughs> Liverpool both and Manchester teams United. Are yes. Because first of all... Very disappointing. Very I agree. Poor game. Poor game for uh, something that's supposed to be the biggest game in the in the EPL calendar so far. And I think yeah. that has been very indicative yeah. of the season that we have had. I would say, I think in my personal opinion, this has been a poor season in terms of quality of football and games. It's all new nils. Mm. It started off crazy. Like it started off crazy. Yes, it did. That's that was what I was going to say. It was ridiculous at the start, and now I think everyone has just calmed down a bit. Yeah, now um, it's all about the maybe it was just maybe at the beginning it was a rush of uh, the Premier League starting the Premier League season starting again, and you know just a bit of sanity, you know, mm. um, during the pandemic problem, you know. But now I don't know. I feel like it's. It's pretty much, I mean, it might be the same reason why why people have died down a bit, teams have died down a bit, you know. I wanted to ask, as many goals anymore. I wanted to ask you if I Games to, are boring. Do you think you saw enough yeah. from you? Do you think you saw enough from United to say that they can be title contenders or that they like? How yes, much they are, they are, they are title contenders. Yeah. They're title contenders because they're not yes. they're not losing points. They're not necessarily yeah. losing points to the title winners. Exactly. At Anfield. Exactly. You know? That's, so, yeah. if you really look at it from that perspective, then United have done well to pick up a point at Anfield. And, you know, and the best player and the best player from that match was, uh, mind you, their goalkeeper. I want to just give a special shout out to um, Emil Smith Rowe because the kid yeah. is on fire. Brody De Bruyne. Yeah, Emil Smith Rowe. He's a really good yeah. player. Um, Did you just call him the Croydon De Bruyne? Yeah, I called him the Croydon. That's what they call him now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard him speak? But, as well? but so, the fact, the, the the fact that they are even like comparing him to the Brighton says, I mean, it's 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 a it's a compliment to his game, bro. I actually like I I rarely get like or I I try to always dampen my expectations with youth players, but as you should as I should. But with Emil, the the things that make him so good, they look like they're never going to go away. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. really excited by the prospect of this guy because the he's guy not is a flashy level-headed. Player, but exactly, yes. but he's level-headed. He does not make a foot wrong, bro. Like you watch him for stay nine days, bro. No, he's going to so stay that's that's for long now. Relax. Ah, oh, he's not Bruno Fernandez is let him go under any circumstance. Yeah, the one of Bruno Fernandez is his head. This guy, this guy is trying to wind me, man. You obviously. Oh yeah, I I saw I read something like that as well. No, basically, Fabio, can in you the confirm that you said that? In the interview, yeah. they, they they pointed out to him that since he started playing, since he came into the side at Arsenal, only Bruno Fernandes has created more chances than him or, or made more key passes 
Uh, and then he yeah. was like, oh, wow, that's a crazy start. He's somebody yeah, that, that's it. That's, that's, what that's he a said. bit more context to why he said that. Yeah. Uh, like, come out <laughs> us now. Uh-uh. Forget those years, man. We have, we have, Yusuf, a, you, we have you, a talent on our hands. You did Arsenal the whole career. If you get yes, picky, you go premier Arsenal. Me, he did Arsenal the whole career. Why not? Baba, he's well paid, <laughs> well supported. And by God's grace, there'll be trophies to back. At least you might go FA Cup. Last, last, Amen. last test of last. Um, also, guys, I wanted to mention how if you don't have John Stones in your fantasy, you should get him in because he's 4.9 million. If you don't have Emil Smith Rowe, you should get him in. He's 4.5 million. Don't say we never done for you guys. Done and done, Topper. Took your advice quickly. Leave or argue. One more. I hope can't argue with you. first place. Yeah, I'm can't argue first too. place. Can't argue <laughs> first place. Oh. <laughs> I love, it feels good to be on top. Um, and it's where I am to be. Yeah. But Toby, let's move I on. I hope it stays that way. Yeah. Three in a row way, niggas. You know the vibes. It's our money. <laughs> Toby, let's move on to La Liga. Uh, what's been going on in, in Spain? Yeah, so we had a fr- refreshing week of Spanish Super Cup action in La Liga. Oh, wait, sorry, um, pause. I have a quick question. What's the difference between... So is Super Cup, is that different to the like, Copa del Rey? And what is that? So Spanish Super Cup is our equivalent of Community Shield, but is way more overhyped and way more competitive. I see. It doesn't go to charity. Um, yeah. <laughs> As you can see, Messi getting red card in such a So how a come there's match. four teams? How come there's four teams, not two? Okay, so naturally, it's meant to be winner of La Liga versus winner of Copa del Rey. But La Liga felt, hmm, it's not every year that... Uh, Barcelona will win La Liga and Real Madrid will win Copa del Rey and slash vice versa. We've been having years where Real Madrid is not even considered for the Super Cup or Barcelona is not even meant to be considered for the Super Cup. So they decided, how can we make more money? And they made a new format. <laughs> how can we get Madrid and Barcelona involved? Exactly. They got a new format. In fact, Bust the first edition head. that they did last year, they did it in Dubai, in, in, in Saudi Arabia, you know, full stadium kind thing. So they, they decided they would get the winners of La Liga and the runner-up and the winners of Copa del Rey and the runner-up. Now, last season, because um, Atleti Bilbao and Real Sociedad couldn't play Copa del Rey due to COVID and all that, um, they put both of them in the Spanish Super Cup. Um, and then they also put Real Madrid and Barcelona in because Real Madrid won La Liga and uh, Barca finished second. So we drew Atletic Bilbao, Real Madrid Bilbao. Bilbao beats us, fair and square. Barcelona beats Sociedad and met Bilbao in the finals. Unfortunately, they weren't able to beat um, Bilbao and get us our sweet revenge. And they managed to even get Messi sent off as they have a um, tradition of getting big players sent off. They were the ones that got Ronaldo sent off to in another Copa del Rey match or something like that where he swiped someone they're very aggressive very ruthless um fun fact for bilbao they're the only other team um including real madrid and barcelona to never have been relegated from la liga and the craziest thing about Atleti bilbao is they do not use players born outside pamplona the basque country they don't use anyone born outside their city so that is crazy that's actually crazy man so ever the Inaki- 
the Inaki Williams that you're seeing there, he was born there. He was there. born there. Do you wow. yeah, Munain. They, they don't use outsiders. All of them were born there. Anybody that they're transferring in has to have been born in that city. In the Basque country. The Basque country. So their rivals are um, Sociedad, I if see. I'm not mistaken. Both yeah, their, their, their rivals are Sociedad. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of Sociedad, uh, in terms of the league, they had a good run. But uh, things have come crashing yeah, they, down. Oh. Yeah, yeah, More they've gone seri- down. They've gone down. Seriously, they deserve to be. Yeah, man, sixth position. Uh, yeah. Oh, and been... speaking on that, Messi's red card. Sorry to cut you off. He he's just been confirmed to be out for the next two games. That's his first result. ever red card for FC Barcelona in seven in over seven hundred matches. Wow. Yeah. It was it was a bound to happen eventually, I guess. Yeah, he's been escaping it a lot. If if it wasn't for VAR, he wouldn't have gotten a red. The ref didn't see it. He only gave him a yellow card. VAR overturned it to a red card. <laughs> because it's messy. Like, I think as a ref, you just see Messi as such a nice guy. There's no way I can just give him a red card. But Yeah. yeah but, nah. but that's that's for the Super Cup. Um, it's looking like um, Atletico is running away with the league. Four points ahead of Real Madrid. Uh, at the top with two games in hand so they're potentially 10 points clear in La Liga once the gap becomes five points or more it's it's a long Over. it's a far cry it's a far cry yeah so I Toby mean, are, you, are you admitting that Madrid uh, can stop challenging for the title now or what I say um, I'm admitting that we are no longer the favourites to win it for sure it's not mm. in our hands anymore yeah I'm That's sure the book sure. is <laughs> Even if we beat Atletico Madrid, we only can play them once, man. You know, and yeah. for now, like you said, man, you know, you, you are happy with Bruno being able to perform against the small teams. You know, you know, I've been watching my team beat all the big clubs or not lose to any of the big clubs. Yes. but we are fucking up against this the so-called smaller clubs. I tell you, I, I I tell you what, I have another hot take for Madrid. So just based off what Toby has said, because I've noticed it, I've uh, noticed it as, as well. Um, when Madrid need to win, when they absolutely have to win, when it's a big game, where their what do you call it, their reputation is on the line, you know, yeah, um, um, El Clasico is up for grabs, something, yeah. they show up. Madrid show up even in the Champions League when it seemed as if they were down and out and they just needed like I mean, it just seemed like yeah, Madrid man, we beat Inter Milan in, in, in back Champions to back, League. and now and now my hot take basically. Is that Madrid might not win the La Liga, but they, they they might they just might go all the way in Champions League, oh, especially if, if any teams if any teams approach if any teams approach Madrid thinking um okay um Madrid are a weaker team now Madrid are now um well they are, they are not as good as they used to be wow. against Real Madrid with that mentality You're because Madrid are still capable of Madrid are still capable of 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 if like. Going by what they've done so far this season, it just shows them that they're capable of turning up. It's just that it's more selective. They don't just yeah. turn up consistently any longer. Yeah. Yeah, I just climax to the thought of what you said, bro. <laughs> you know, as a fan, obviously, as, as a fan, if you reason it, if you reason it, if, if you re- sorry, sorry, who, who, do, who do Madrid have in, uh, in the round of 16 in Champions League? Atalanta. Uh-huh. So, Atalanta. If you reason it, if you reason it really, Madrid are going to knock Atalanta out. Yes, I'm going to put my money on that one. I'll, no, 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 no. I'll put my money on that one. That one, I don't, I don't need. 
I don't need a, a, a what do you call it a seer to tell me that that um, Atalanta are going to get knocked out by Madrid, you know. Yes, yeah, so but yeah, yeah, just just let's just watch the space and see how it goes. But yeah, that's that's my own prediction now for the Champions League. Madrid to get to the final, and if they get to the yes. final or more, <laughs> hasta el final. <laughs> if they get to the final, um, we think we could call this one now. Decimo Decimo Cortose. <laughs> Sorry, my people. Let's <laughs> let's talk about. Let's go to Italy. So Atletico Madrid have won La Liga. Thank God for a refreshing victor. And in Italy, it looks like Omo. Everything. All another the refreshing. Another refreshing victor. Um, AC Milan recently lost to uh, Juventus, and we thought that was a big turning point um, in the season. Uh, but yeah, teams have played since, since then. And last week specifically, Juve faced Inter Milan this weekend and they lost 2 0. Yeah, Further damning them in the table. So now Juve are fifth uh, position with 33 points and the game in hand. They are 10 points behind AC Milan, who are first on 43 points. Yeah, they won AC yesterday. Milan, okay. Um, who are three points behind AC Milan. So Milan are still ahead. But Inter, yeah. who are my favourites too in the league, are running up um, just behind them. And I think eventually they will usurp AC Milan. Um, mm. But Italy has been... That's what it's looking cool. like. Uh, yeah. Zlatan is carrying Milan on his back. No, but Zlatan has been injured for a while now. It's been Rafael uh, Leal. He scored two goals yesterday, bro. Oh, he just got back yesterday now. Yeah. But before back then, with the brace. Rafael Leal was doing so well. Um for Milan leading the front line in uh, Zlatan's absence. Young black guy, really good player. Yeah, that guy is a good kid and, and he linked, yeah. he plays so well with Zlatan as well, bro. He understands his game. What? Yeah. I like the Milan team, man. It's so sick because everybody's so young. If you really look at the squad, it's yeah. like Brahim Diaz, Sandro Tonali, uh, Rafael Liao. Uh, how old is Frank Kessie now? He must be getting slightly older but the team, the core of the team is young and then they have players he's pretty like young Chalaloglu Ibra that's where the experience comes in I, I love the team speaking on Syria um, Inter Milan better pay us our money for Ashraf or all the goals that he has scored should be minus from, from them ah, what kind of nonsense be that uh, uh, they pay us our money for player they know fee pay he does pass that? the now we are in sanction now. <laughs> May they return the player, Baba. Apparently, there's a there's a clause that stipulates if, if he reaches a certain time, now to collect the player back. Oh. <laughs> really? Is that a thing? I'm telling you, they have they have reneged on their deal. Let's see how far they will go. Um, uh, the, the guy did they, they, watch they, this they, they beat Juventus team. They beat Ronaldo team. Nonsense. <sighs> In the current climate, you guys should uh, pity them now. I can't believe uh, it's 2020 and finally AC Milan and Inter at top of the table. I feel like it's been 10 years since it was a two-horse race between Milan and Inter. Bro, as in growing up, it was always Guy. you know those the, the blue Milan and the red Milan, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I must say blue Milan and red Milan. <laughs> they yeah. even share the same stadium. Yeah, San Siro now. Long-standing. What do they call the what do, what do Inter call it when they are playing there? One I can't, long I can't like remember, that. man. I just know um, it's again refreshing to see, and I feel bad for Ronaldo though. He's not going to take this well. Yeah, man. Now why my guy don't go follow Man United? Now you see, 
say them don't turn to title contenders again. Now imagine them with him. Rashford for pass to Ram now. If to say Nahim, they run ahead. <laughs> Um, let's move to the Bundesliga then, where things are a bit more normal. Bayern are ahead uh, with a game in hand, four points. So the game is the Bundesliga is over. Uh, and then the, ne- <laughs> the, <laughs> the next three teams are Leverkusen, Leipzig, and then Dortmund, uh, who are following them closely. Uh, but yes, yeah. um, the most interesting thing to happen from there, obviously, Madrid bias. So, Luka Jovic, who we bought from Fra- Frankfurt in 2019 for £50 million, pounds, or £60 million, pounds, who turned out to be a massive flop, um, mm-hmm. asked to go on loan back home to Frankfurt. But I like his attitude in the sense that he mentioned how he still sees a future in Madrid and, you know, like he's just trying to get better and all that, you know. But we all know that it's good vibes and he most likely does not like Zinedine Zidane. You know, the guy comes in as a sub and in 30 minutes, he equals his tally that he did for Real Madrid two goals. in two in one and a half seasons. <laughs> two goals. Lol. Crazy. <laughs> well done to Luka Jovic and uh, good luck to anybody that's still following the Bundesliga this season. Um, <laughs> with... La Liga, not La Liga, League on to round off, guys. Um, Paris Saint-Germain are top, but it's a lot more interesting uh, because Lille are second with the same amount of points, 42, and Lyon are two points behind those two guys. So it seems like Paris are finally beginning to stable the ship, um, but I can't remember the last season they lost four games in, in League A, which is where they currently stand now. In fact, even their competitors, they've only lost two games, but they've drawn a lot more. Uh, so there's trouble in paradise for in Paris. But uh, Maurizio, who has COVID at the moment, is trying to stable the ship, isn't it? And... Yeah, Dele Ali to join PSG, apparently. Um, Pochettino is really interested and he has confirmed interest in him. We know he's been sidelined at Tottenham. So hope to see him combining with um, the likes of Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Dele Alli can actually perform really well in, in France because he's, he's going to now... I'm pretty damn sure uh, he'll perform in league. He's going to now... Uh, but, um, but when I say in France, I also mean on the world stage, Champions League and things Now, like Farmers League, okay, now, now, French League. Yeah, now, Farmers League, uh-huh. now, so then they struggle, though. Now, so then they struggle. True, now, true. Now, 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 they have, now they have a real manager in Pochettino. So, yeah. um, I'm... I'm strongly of the opinion that PSG are going to really uh, kick off now. Fantastic. And yeah, I'm going to watch out for them even in the Champions League now. Yeah, let's see. I mean, that's something we should definitely discuss in future episodes is what this Champions League season is saying. If I has already made the bold claim that Madrid are going to reach the final, personally, I need to do more investigation into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is this is our episode. That's the whole episode for today, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Yes, Yes, Sarski, always a pleasure. Um, you know the vibes. Thank you for tuning in to another thrilling episode of Three in a Row. Three in a Row. I will catch you guys uh, in the next one. Love and light. Peace. Love and light. Be safe.